Welcome into the Leadership Legacy Podcast, where we interview influential leaders, learn the why, and how they turn their passions into progress that set them on the path to leaving their legacy. Podcast. I'm sitting here in Auburn, Alabama with the lovely Amy Cotney of Tolan Realty, a.k.a. Rogue Realtor. We're going to talk about all things Auburn real estate, small business, and helping people find their passions and their purpose and turn those into lasting legacies. So, Amy, thank you for joining me. Awesome to be here. Thank you for having me. It is a pleasure, and I'm so excited um, I'm so excited to be here in this lovely house. Just very, just incredible sense of style, and just this whole property is so cool. So I can't wait for our listeners to hopefully jump over to YouTube and see a video as well of this incredible, incredible place that kind of highlights some of your personality and and the things that you love to do and the things that you like to surround yourself with. Um, so that's awesome. Thank uh, you. It's called I call it anthropology meets Dr. Seuss. I like that. <laughs> good well so I like to start off every podcast with with just a very simple question that can take us the rest of the podcast to answer but how did you get this job how did I get into real estate yeah um, well I have been into sales I've been always been in sales on and off since um, I graduated from college actually before I graduated from college um, my last stint a couple of years ago was a very short stint um, of a, being a lovely flight attendant. Um, and then reasons that are too, uh, too numerous to explain, um, I ended up back in Auburn. And my dad, of all people, um, he goes, for once in your life, I would wish you would listen to me. You either need to go sell high-end cars or you need to go sell real estate. Well, I said, well, Dad, the high-end cars in Auburn, Alabama are Tahoes and F-150s or whatever. Mm-hmm. So that's not going to happen, you know. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to sell real estate. And um, actually, one of my very good friends, um, Catherine Smith, who has been in real estate for like 20 years, also recommended that this might be a good fit for me um, with my sales background and marketing as well. So here I am and loving every minute Men have been in the business now for just over two years. Two years here in Auburn yep. or in real estate? Nope, just two years in Auburn. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. And so this, we when we started the podcast, AKA Rogue Realtor, and you have a Rogue shirt on. I do. Uh, how, how did that come about? Well, that's a good question. Um, so I've always kind of gone to the tune of my own drum. And um, I like to do things a little bit differently than um, what we would call the norm. Also, in um, the real estate in Auburn, we are at about 550 realtors in the Lee County MLS. So having said that, how does one, in my mind, how does one compete with Mm -hmm. 550 realtors and um, make a career out of this? That's a lot of competition Mm -hmm. in such a small community. I mean, we only have like 70 something, maybe 80,000 people in Auburn. Some of that's a lot of students, you know? Mm -hmm. So um, I said, okay, well, I'm gonna do things a little bit different um, to get my name out there. Mm -hmm. And um, that's what I did. I started doing videos. I started doing just videos with my, um, um, iPhone just going around to different houses um, 
started doing a lot of Instagram. I believe in the power of Instagram, and um, I've had like two sales um, this past month off of just Instagram, people from California, people from um, Tuscaloosa that have found me through Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I started focusing in, instead of uh, newspaper, instead of um, print, on social media. And that's where I have niched myself into social media. So I go a little bit rogue with it because um, my personality allows me to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And that is what has worked well for me. That's awesome. I think people don't realize still the impact social media has and can have on on small business. I mean, you you are part of a total realty, but I mean, you're your own individual small business. I mean, you're responsible to go out and find sales and and do that. And I mean, to be able to to sell a home to somebody in California, very cool. Yeah. Yep. I mean, nobody's doing that. No. Nope. I mean, that's that's awesome. It was very cool. It's it. So you know, back to Instagram, and um, when you are searching for somebody on Instagram, you know, you use the hashtags, mm-hmm. hashtag Realtor in Auburn, and um, I they pulled me up. That's mm-hmm. how they found me. And I, at first, I was like, Are you sure you're moving to Auburn, Alabama? You know, that's yeah, how that came about. Auburn, California. <laughs> yeah. Or... Auburn, Washington. Are yeah. you sure? So um, anyway, yeah, that's how I, that's how I met them, and um, I have met several other people through Instagram. But you know, Facebook is definitely the bread and butter mm-hmm. of um, social media still, and um, you've just got to get used to being comfortable putting yourself out there on mm-hmm. Facebook. But one of my main things is, and I've go to a lot of social media conferences. Um, so if you are not out there doing it, somebody else is. And where does the majority of the United States, the world basically spend a lot of their time. Mm-hmm. I mean, statistics show that we check our Facebook and our social media at least four times a day. Some of us more than others. Yeah. Um, and do you read a newspaper every day? No. Mm-hmm. Do you check your mail every day? Do you just go like this, you know, looking looking through your mailbox and not even reading your little postcard? Mm-hmm. Pretty much it's what you do. So yeah. that's when I decided all in on social media yeah and that's the that's the cool thing that's where all the attention is now and the the idea being that if the attention shifts somewhere else you continue being you and doing what you know works but in that area wherever mm-hmm. it may be mm-hmm. uh, virtual reality or exactly. you know, wherever um, a, a lot of people think that they can just you know jump on the latest trend and just put stuff out there but there's no passion or genuine uh, feelings behind it and they'll end up losing because they see somebody else being successful they think if they can you know do it halfway and just put stuff up there that uh, that they're going to be um, as successful and it's it's so much more than just putting something up there it's the it's the quality behind it the knowledge behind it and the creativity behind it um, and then the quantity yep. putting, it, putting it out there every day every grinding day. always you know Always getting out there in front of your in front of your viewers and your new potential viewers. Yeah, um, it's a it takes everybody everybody. I'll get I get the question a lot. Well, how do you do it? I mean, it is a lot of work, but it does pay off. Yeah. Um, but it is a lot of work. It is an everyday discipline. Mm-hmm. I mean, I try to, and I don't always, but I would say about ninety five percent of the time, I try to post um, something different on Instagram than I do Facebook. Okay. Um, just to keep it interesting and real. Yeah. Um, I also do LinkedIn and because um, LinkedIn is getting hot right now as far as social media. Yeah. And um, I do a little bit on Twitter. I would say that that's not my, my forte, but it is with news and if I see anything exciting. But anything and everything that creates, you know, more um, 
when, when you're getting searched out on SEO or something like mm-hmm. that, it pops up with social media, which is yeah. awesome. A beautiful thing. It just takes time and effort. Yeah. And you have to create content that people are actually interested in. Yeah. That's the biggest job. And new and fresh content. Yes. I know with um, uh, working with Holt from Holt English Productions, who's also helping us with this, with the video side of this. Thanks, man. Um, you are very close to. Yes, um, I am. <laughs> Um, you know, it's all about, he's, he's all about fresh content and, you know, I think that's very important. I mean, it's good to have B-roll to be able to pull if you need it to do something quick, but it's all about the fresh and the now. And that's where that grinding aspect mm-hmm. comes in. People don't realize that if you want to get an incredible shot, you've got to get up at five o'clock mm-hmm. in the morning, have everything set up for 6am or you've got to stay late to the sunset, especially in the summertime mm-hmm. to get that golden hour there. That is um, true. A lot of people don't realize that the day doesn't start at 8 and end at 5. It starts at 1 a.m. and ends at uh, 12 a.m. That is true. I'm lucky to have, um, to to be an entrepreneur at heart. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's basically what a realtor is, an entrepreneur. Because, you know, Tolan isn't responsible for me getting my leads and my buyers. Mm -hmm. Um, I never view it like that. Amy Cottony is responsible for that. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that is my job and, and, um, it's, it, it, that's, that, that's where it is a full-time job and that's where you have to work as an entrepreneur. You don't work eight to five. Um, and I have a family that supports that, um, those, the crazy hours that I do work and, and I, I, it could be five o'clock at the office, you know, it mm-hmm. could be me showing property at seven or eight in Salem, Alabama, but, yeah. um, they still are very supportive and you have to think like an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's so important as an entrepreneur to have a family uh, family support mm-hmm. um, because they're the ones that uh, either either are benefited by your hard work or suffer from your hard mm-hmm. work. And being able to have a family that's flexible and understands, hey, when when I'm working, I'm working. Especially for me, um, having my office in my home, it's hard sometimes to get work done. And so the, if the little one runs up and it's like, Daddy, Daddy, I, I want to play. Play Legos, play Legos. Um, you really have to, you know, just kind of set what you're doing down and 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 give them attention because that's the most important that's thing right. is family. But what I find myself having to do is get out into coffee, local coffee shops, which are incredible around here in Auburn um, and in Opelika as well. Um, but having that family support is huge. Uh, I couldn't do what I do and be able to you know just jump on a plane and fly across the country and uh, go go meet with my clients if I didn't have the support of my wife at home, being able to take care of the kids and being okay with me you know, kind of grinding and trying to get out there. Exactly. Um, it's really important. So in real estate, I'm sure you've had failures and you've had successes, but what does, when, when you think about failure, what does that mean to you? Um, it mean well, I don't like that word failure. Mm-hmm. So I try not to, I try not to, um, I work my, I work really hard not to have a failure, but it would probably be um, being able to not get a house sold for my client. Mm-hmm. Um, has that happened yet? No. Um, mainly because we're in a great market right now and yeah. it's on fire, but that would be a huge failure and an upset, would very much upset me because I take, I take my clients in and they're close to my heart, even if they're a buyer or a seller, mm-hmm. so that would be a huge failure. Success is when I nail it with finding that perfect house that that client just loves and they still love two years later. Um, And the transaction, for me, I like being able to provide my clients from an easy easy process from A to B, A to 
Z, um, whether it be with the mortgage per people that we work with, um, inspectors and all that, and having a very smooth transaction, a professional transaction. Mm -hmm. And for me, that's success. And maintaining a friendship and a lasting friendship with my clients is a very important um, part of my business. And I love that I'm a big believer in the referral business. Um, we have a, I have a, a party every year for my clients um, around Thanksgiving um, to say thank you to them um, for, for getting to me where I am today, for mm -hmm. our friendship, for your referrals. And so we do um, a Thanksgiving pie party where everybody leaves with a pie and we have champagne and That's it's just awesome. a thank you. Yeah. And I also have a thank you um, for my vendors as well. Uh, they're very important bankers, mortgage guys. Um, you know, you name it, inspectors. You wouldn't believe how many people it takes to close a house. Mm -hmm. um, I had a picture a couple weeks ago at a closing, and there was a big line of this. And I was like, does it take this many people to close a house? Yes, it does. I mean, yeah. we're talking attorneys. I mean, you, you, you think of how many people it takes, and there's a lot of us. And so I appreciate yeah. my whole entire crew that yeah. I talk to a lot. Because it's basically your team. I mean, it is. You're building yeah. a an aggregated team mm -hmm. of professionals around all of them to help you do your job and then that's helping them get business and that whole small business uh, relationship aspect is what's so huge. For, for me, I think failure is, I, I don't like the word failure either and I, I try to look at it as I tried and that didn't work mm -hmm. so I'm going to try something mm -hmm. different. Um, I think a lot of people get hung up on if they, if, they, if they do something and they fail at it and they should just stop because they're not good at it but what I try to do is, is learn from those 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 small losses to turn them into big wins and so um, I always like to, to see um, how people view failure and how they how they learn from those those mistakes or learn from those and if a failure could be something that was out of completely out of your control yeah, and, yeah I mean you know if a house didn't sell it could be because there was termite damage and, or, a con, or you know or a, um, and we've had that with mold and everything that isn't I mean that's not that is completely out of my control. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I just can't look at that as a failure. I look at that as a stepping stone to get to the next. Exactly, stepping stone yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, so, in in my business with Even Par Solutions, we have web design, graphic design, marketing, hosting, er everything you can think of a digital agency would provide. We we are very focused on customer service, and I think probably as a as a realtor, you have a lot of that customer service that you're thinking about too. Not only you know, helping somebody find their home, but then getting them to that next that next step, maybe a, a next home, or you know, building that referral process. What what skills do you think are the most important, or that you utilize to help with customer service and just kind of relating to people when they're right or when when they may be wrong? Okay, well, um, I'm going to go back to Gary V on this one um, because he's my man and uh, his. Uh, one of his main words and um, is care. Mm -hmm. You have to care about your clients, like mm -hmm. care. Um, and I focus a lot on that with with um, my clients. I do what I call a, um, whether they know it or not, and they do most of the time. Um, I try to touch. I call it touching them, like not not physically, but uh -huh. in a in a realm at least like once a month, um, where that could be a Facebook message. That could be me. I'm the queen of putting things in your mailbox, and mm -hmm. um, it can be um, this week. It's little little flowers. Thank you for helping my business bloom. Mm -hmm. um, it can be candy corn. Um, you know, it, around around Thanksgiving, it can be anything and everything. But I try to do something once a week. I mean, once a month to 
keep my clients, um, you know, with me in their mind, mm-hmm. like foremost in their mind as far as like referrals, but mainly showing them that I do care and that they are still very important to me. Yeah. Um, I always answer my phone. I try to provide if, if they have a question even a year ago, a year like after we had sold their house, Amy, what about the, a survey? try to get on the you know the phone with the attorneys to figure out what you know problem there might be mm-hmm. so our relationships once you sell a house it's not over and especially it's not over for me because I am a big believer on the relationships and the word care that's, yeah that's how I, I I love that a lot of people think tr- business transaction you paid me I did something for you done out and I mean you can you can probably be kind of successful with that but you're always going to be looking for work and the power of referrals, the power of being able to, you know, build a relationship with with the company or with the person that you're working with, you're you're not doing it necessarily strategically because you're genuine about it, but mm-hmm. it is kind of strategic mm-hmm. from a business standpoint mm-hmm. because you're able to then build that relationship going further. It takes a lot of time too. I, <laughs> I call them um, what I do. I call them pop buys and. Um, it's a Brian Buffini thing. Brian Buffini is um, a real estate guru, I call him. It's probably not what he calls himself, but he's out of um, San Diego, and he's made a career of through real estate coming from Ireland with nothing. And um, he is an awesome, has an awesome team of coaches, but he, he, he does this thing called the pop-by system, and that's what I have learned from him. Little pop-bys, little, hey, how are you doing? Um, how's life, you know? And a lot of times I'll miss them. A lot of times I'll, it'll be a pop-by at 5 o'clock in the morning where I'll just be up and go, I think I'm going to go put somebody on this, on, you know, put this little something on um, so-and-so's mailbox and let them know I'm thinking about them. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of um, time and effort, yeah. but it does pay off. And um, I've been blessed to have a... Um, genes that have um, high energy mm-hmm. so yeah. you know I'm up at five o'clock or and I I'm, I keep going so that yeah. that's what kind of sets me apart in some ways I feel yeah, yeah. Um, I did a uh, an online course one time and the, the company that was doing it was in Australia and it was like an online kind of like um, uh, like a mastermind but it was over like yes. six months and yes. it was really expensive I mean it was it was one of the biggest expenses in my business maybe five or six years ago that I was like, I need to invest in myself mm-hmm. I need to invest in the business. Mm-hmm. And so I did this and uh, I got a handwritten thank you note from, from this person. I'm like, oh my gosh, why am I not doing that? And like, I mean, it just, it changed my perspective. I always knew I should be, you know, be, be nice to my customers and be thankful for the customers and through email and phone calls and stuff like that you would, but you forget how powerful that handwritten note is. And uh, it just blew my mind. And that um, is a Ryan Buffini thing right there exactly Mm -hmm. um i was actually featured in his magazine this past um february um for the things that i do for for my pop buys and stuff um so that was an honor actually a big huge honor to be but that he believes in the power of um the handwritten note and he does five a day um and this is a man who doesn't you know made millions of dollars but that's what he preaches and that's what he still does and i totally am on board with that as well yeah so you say um, that that's awesome, um, yeah. It's it's all about that customer care and mm-hmm. customer. Customers always right whether they're wrong in your eyes or not. There's a there's a website that I look at every once in a while to help myself feel better mm-hmm. because you always you do deal with difficult people every once in a while. It's clientsfromhell.net. <laughs> no, <laughs> I need to go look at that. But in the in the creative industry, it's it's just really cool because a lot of people 
a lot of people ask for things that they have no idea what they're asking for and it's just like are you kidding me really mm -hmm. and so there's just like tons and tons of stories um, don't worry none of my clients have ever been on there I've been blessed to have incredible clients who never ask any dumb questions um, but that takes I mean that takes you know really not necessarily profiling a client but making sure you have your ideal client in mind especially in the service industry is making sure okay this is what these people do you know kind of doing some research on them making sure they have a good character they're not you know trying to do something wrong and being able to make sure that you feel comfortable with them as a person before you do business with them and so i've been really blessed to you know kind of have that discernment and also just have great clients who refer other great people mm -hmm. um, every once in a while you have somebody that you've got to, you've got to just part ways with and you know you just always have to do that with care and, and you know and humility and, and respect that's right that's right. And I, I, last year I've changed my business model, um, tweaked it a little bit um, the past the past year, especially where I was on Zillow. Mm -hmm. Don't believe in Zillow. Um, <laughs> those estimates are wrong. Yeah. Um, but I, and I have still, I have some great clients that have come from Zillow, but like just what you said, you don't get to, you don't know who you're talking to at the, at, mm -hmm. at, you know, on the end of the line. And um, you don't know who you're going to meet. Um, so I've kind of gone around full circle with that. And I am still on Zillow. But my focus is more on the referral-based clients. Mm -hmm. And that is that has worked um, very well for me this yeah. year, especially. So I, I totally understand that. Yeah, yeah. word of mouth is, yeah. is so powerful. Now, you don't necessarily like getting a Zillow lead and, and, and going into the middle of nowhere by yourself, not knowing who you're going to meet, yeah. you know. I'm good. <laughs> um, in in real estate, uh, in um, in doing small business and interacting with people around here in Auburn and in the Opelika area and stuff like that, do you feel like you're optimizing more for? And I think I know the answer to this question based on some of the things we've already talked about. But do you think you're optimizing more for the the sale and the money side of it, or more? And providing for your family or more for this the happiness and the, kind of the passion on, on and what you do for your job well you know the answer to that that will be Asha number two um, I am not driven by the dollar I don't know I don't know how that's happened sure I like to put up funky wallpaper and be able to uh -huh. afford to do that but um, I'm definitely not I'm driven um, for you know everybody everybody asks me that question what drives you well it's definitely not I'm going to make $150,000 this year. I, I don't know. That's that yeah. not how I'm driven. I started uh, two years ago when I started to, to um, my goal was transactions. Mm -hmm. I want to have 10 transactions this year. I want to have 20. But I'm more um, driven to um, help a client. Um, also, and I, we talked about this earlier as well, um, one of my, my big passions is too in, in this uh, lovely in industry I'm in is to be able to help the other, other small entrepreneurs mm -hmm. through what I do and give them a shout out, um, aka um, small businesses, the yoga room, love you guys, um, university tire, mm -hmm. anything like that, that's a huge passion for me and being able to share um, other small entrepreneurs, other small local businesses in Auburn and Opelika and help them grow as well. Yeah. I love that. I love that. I love helping um, clients that are new to the area learn more about Auburn because mm -hmm. we have a very special little town here, both um, both Auburn and Lee County, that people 
And Holt, Holt would, would be the, one of the first people to tell you how passionate, due to his videos, we mm-hmm. are about Absolutely. Auburn. And I love it when I get to help people, aka from Atlanta. A lot of people from Atlanta are coming in um, to Auburn right now to get away from the traffic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've had a lot of Atlanta customers. Um, and California. I mean, I've sold California twice this year, which is huge. I mean, they're moving from the Silicon Valley to here because yeah. um, we're providing jobs for them, whether they're, it's a profesh, uh, professor or um, uh, APR has um, brought in a lot of people yeah. from California. Um, anyway, to show them and the passion of Auburn. Mm-hmm. And so when I go and show houses, it's not oh, open the door. I'm like, okay, look. Go to Acre or go to the Hound. And on Thursday nights, they have hamburger night at 4 o'clock. You have to get there early. That's the kind of stuff that I yeah. like to do and that I have a passion about. Or, you know, um, behind the glasses, where to shop. Or to get your haircut here or your, you know, um, your facial here. I mean, I get mm-hmm. questions all the time. So I, I'm kind of a walking cycle, you know, encyclopedia of where to go yeah, and, and what to do. And that's what makes me happy, too, yeah. is showing Auburn and Opelika and also Lake Martin. Yeah. To um, um, it's a big it's a big area that I um, sell in as well. Um, to the people that's 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 exciting to me to do that. Yeah. It's it's fun to to have everything that you need in a small town mm-hmm. and have that have the small town feel. But then you're so close to Atlanta. You're mm-hmm. so close to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. You're so close to an incredible lake with all kinds of you know recreational activities to do. And you're not far from the beach either. It's just a great location. Talking about kind of transition to a little bit of the real estate market and the what I like to think of as the real estate situation in <laughs> Auburn because it's 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 ridiculous I mean you have 300 you know room uh, apartment complexes coming up in downtown Auburn you have brand new neighborhoods being carved out of the woods and in, in some of the you know uh, the outlying areas which used to be outlying but now they're kind of considered downtown mm-hmm. almost mm-hmm. Um, like especially out where we're at there's three three different new neighborhoods going in with a couple hundred houses each. Yep. What um, what do you th- what do you think the biggest challenge for the city of Auburn is with all this new real estate coming on the market? Is it is it infrastructure or is it you know having places to park downtown? What's what's kind of the the biggest thing that you see? Um, Both of those actually um, infrastructure is going to be huge because um, they're building. If you keep up at all with Auburn real estate, I mean, we cannot go very much further south. Um, That puts us in Beauregard. Mm -hmm. Um, And so all along, the intention, I think, for Auburn as far as growth was to grow north. I mean, that's our only way we can grow. Mm -hmm. Hence, um, North Donahue, you're going to see major developments going into North Mm -hmm. Donahue um, with all that 36830 coveted zip code that everybody loves. the problem is, how are we going to get everybody on this two-lane road into town? Exactly. You know, when you have 900, apparently, supposedly, and it is going to happen, like 900 new homes going in out mm-hmm. on that one road. Plus, I already have Camden Ridge, the preserve, and everything else. Infrastructure, infrastructure is going to be huge with that mm-hmm. and getting it right. And yes, they are um, trying to develop another circle around Auburn. Mm-hmm. Do we know when that's going to happen? No, that would help a lot. Um, of the of the traffic flow, mm-hmm. um, I will come back in um, from the lake like on a Monday morning and have to sit. And for us, I mean, it is kind of silly because we we are so used to our traffic not being huge. Uh-huh. But when I have to sit through a stoplight three times, I'm like, what? What <laughs> yeah. is this? 
you know <coughs> this is ridiculous traffic here so they're going to have to it, it's almost like game day traffic coming in from certain of the outlier neighborhoods mm-hmm. aka north of town um Camden Ridge, that area. And yeah. that's only going to grow. So they're going to have to get that right. And then rumor does have it that there are widening the roads. Um, Farmville Road will be widened, as will Donahue when it gets that yeah. point. That's where everybody's going to be um, heading up in that general yeah. direction. We're on. We're, we're off of Richland Road. And yeah, that's another problem. elementary school going in, potential high school mm-hmm. in a park, and it's a two-lane road. Mm-hmm. All these neighbors. I mean, it... it you can sit at that red light for three or four, you know, three or four changes. I mean, especially with, with school traffic mm-hmm. in the mornings. Um, but you know, they're they're in the process of widening that at least where the schools are, because otherwise there's no way to get through there, and you have to go back through neighborhoods to. They're going to fix that problem. I just don't know when they're going to fix yeah. that problem. That's that's a question um, that that we will get a lot, and I feel very strongly about if you want to get involved. You need to go to your city planning commission meetings. Yeah. Um, and that's very important to, to stay. And not just go to one. You know, go on a regular basis and um, and, and say your word because that's important. Yeah. Um, and it, we can't complain if we don't get involved. Exactly. You know? Yeah. That's, and that's one of the, the craziest things to watch on, on Facebook, especially. Mm-hmm. A lot of people want to talk about all these issues, you know, with, with certain developers, you know, wanting to put in strip malls or things mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that, and that they want to say stuff on Facebook, but then they don't want to go to the city council meeting. Uh, it's just, it's very, the Auburn real estate situation is great for all of us that, that already live here and yep. have homes. Um, and, uh, the, I mean, the prices of homes are just skyrocketing, and that's that's great for us. The, I was telling a friend yesterday, the only bad part about that is if you want to sell your home, you've got to turn around and buy in that market. That, that's so, the problem. Yeah. That's the problem I have um, with, with um, it's, yes, it is a seller's market right now. You can pretty much put, I, I'm not going to, this is, I mean, you know, whatever price you want on your house um, and get it. Yeah. I mean, within reason, there are houses that do not appraise still. Yes, that does happen. But then where are you going to go? Yeah. I mean, you're going to have to pay, you know, um, a lot more than where you already are. And interest rates are climbing. So it's, it's, yeah. it's that catch-22 situ- situation. I mean, and also another problem that we've been running into as well is this, is this is one of my little pet peeves because I would love to have a condo downtown to put my little heathens in that are that need that need to, to get out of the house. Yeah. Um, but so the condos downtown go within hours. It's amazing. Wow. Under multiple uh, offer situations. I have had my last two houses I, I had um, that have been under 300 have been under multiple offer situations. And I mean, like I'm talking four offers um, within a day. That's a lot. That's a yes. lot of offers within a day. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And it is. And, and so the people with the back to the condos because people are starting to freak out about where they're going to put their kids, you know. Mm-hmm. So they go into a multiple offer situation. And guess who's always going to win? Cash, cash wins every single time over a mortgage time. because you don't have to have it appraised. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a lot. It's a smoother transaction. So, us people that need mortgages, I mean, we're kind of out of luck on that. Yeah. And and it's um, the investors that are coming in from Atlanta and Birmingham that are, are able to buy up those condos yeah. with cash. And those that's serious cash. It is serious. I cash, mean, that's yeah. that's million dollar and mm-hmm. above cash downtown mm-hmm. Auburn, which is crazy to think of. You'd think million dollar condo downtown Atlanta yep. downtown Birmingham maybe um, but downtown Auburn Tumors Corner million dollar properties yeah no, like like that's probably the median down there it, it's getting or maybe, to be maybe you know five fifty seven fifty a million 
and people were offering straight cash for it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you see 350 a square foot um, quite regularly. That's a lot a square foot. When yeah. I first started, that it's changed so much in two years. It's mind-boggling how much the market has changed in two years since I've been in mm-hmm. it. I mean, I came in like right when it was starting to rebound from 2008, 2009. And so I've seen it go from, you know, uh, everybody's like, what, 110 a square foot? Now we're up to, Triple. you know, uh, it, it's like I, I sold one yesterday, um, a house, a lovely, a lovely house for 222 a square foot. So, um, yeah. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah I, re- I remember talking to a neighbor who just moved in. He had a house on the lake and he just needed a house in Auburn for his kids to go to school. And he just wanted something at 90, 90 dollars square foot in our neighborhood which is which is pretty good mm-hmm. um but that was maybe three that was maybe three years ago and now that's probably 150 oh, square foot yeah 180. it's cra- it, it's crazy new construction um basically new construction uh right now goes for 155 higher end goes up so that's square foot yeah that's that's incredible but that's um, and and i preface that with that the reason why it's so expensive is the land we are running out of the three six eight three zip code and we're we're we don't have the land is so expensive it costs these builders that much yeah. money so yeah we were we were thinking about putting our house on the market just to just to see what we could get mm-hmm. and so we started okay we're gonna sell this because the houses in our neighborhood go in a week mm-hmm. like from I mean from sign in the yard the next day it's contract pending mm-hmm. the next day it's sale pending and the next day it's sold it's like ridiculous and so we're like if we do this we're going to need to have something to go to immediately so we were looking at some land in downtown auburn and it's like half an acre almost 100 grand mm-hmm. and it's like i mean then you've got to put a house on a half an acre i mean that's going to be a small house yeah it is i mean it especially is. with the way some of those older lots are it's just they're kind of rectangle and not you know nice and square that's true um, and there, there's no such <coughs> thing as a fixer upper in auburn right now i mean you you have to be in the know it, it, it there's no such thing as buying a fixer upper um if it has already hit the mls like yeah that just does not exist you have to know somebody that knows somebody to get in on something that you know, somebody needs to get out of. It's it's very, it's interesting because yeah. there's no flippers. We don't have yeah. the whole flipping situation yeah. going on around yeah. here because you can't flip a house that's 300,000 square feet and, I mean, $300,000 for, uh, yeah, 1,500 square feet. Yeah. You, you're not flipping. Yeah, you can't So yeah. it's, it's very interesting. It's exciting. I hope the market, you know, with the university growing, President Lee bringing in a bunch of new, um, new jobs, we're only going to continue seeing yeah. growth. So it's exciting for realtors. Um, we just gotta keep that keep that momentum going and um, keep building. Actually, yeah. I mean, if you're a builder and you're in that three hundred thousand and under mark, you are that's that's like prime right there. Yeah, this is that Gary V macro patience, yes. micro speed. Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, well, I've got I've got two more questions for you because uh, I know you're busy. If you were to write a book about this journey that you've been on your entire life or in the last two years just in getting in the real estate market here in Auburn what would that title be well that's actually easy because I'm in the process of writing a book right now um, so we're I've actually had a hard time finding time to write the book but um, I am I am working on that um, and are you ready for the title of this I'm ready book? for the title <laughs> hence the fact rogue realtor yeah. um, it's called the power of turkey poop okay that's all <laughs> that's what that's <laughs> that's the title of the book um, and what it basically is and I'll tell you how I came up with this um, 
So two Thanksgivings ago, um, a new realtor, six months in, mm-hmm. um, I went around and I made up 200 bags of what I call turkey poop. Mm-hmm. What is turkey poop? It is chocolate-covered raisins, malted milk box, anything chocolate, um, and, and goes with and goes in a little bag and has a cute little poem with this turkey, you know, da-da-da, turkey poop, blah, blah, blah. Um, call Amy B. Cotney for the sweetest deals um, in real estate. So I went around and I put turkey poop everywhere all over town. Uh-huh. Well, that right there was the golden ticket for me my phone started ringing and they're like I want this girl because if she can market like that then she can market our house yeah. I mean so I that's like the power of turkey poop and I also got a lot of referrals from that um, and then I did Grinch pills for Christmas but the power of turkey poop was the one that that really set me apart I mean it's crazy yeah but that's what worked and it was just something that came to my little mind um, at five o'clock in the morning and so my book is going to be about that and about being different in the market um, creating a niche that no one else has filled Mm -hmm. and um, being creative with it I'm very lucky to be a creative person Mm -hmm. and I do have a marketing background um, my uh, journalism background from Troy so that does help a lot I didn't ever in a million years think I was going to use it to this extent yeah but um, social media has been my friend with that so that we will see how quickly I can write the power of turkey poop but that's that's how what it's going to be about yeah absolutely that's, that's awesome mm-hmm. I love that title. that's the best title I've had so far I need I need a live turkey though for yeah. the cover of the book my I have a coach okay. I have a coach helping me help mm-hmm. me write this book and she goes She's from Australia, and I'm not even going to imitate her um, accent because that would be such a joke. But she's like, "You need a, you need to be holding a turkey," and I'm like, "Yeah, that's what I. Yeah. <laughs> How I need to be holding a turkey for the for the cover." Yeah. So if you know anybody with turkeys, well, you know there are some great <laughs> local farms here in the area. Uh, Hornsby Farm. Yes, I love the Hornsby Jelly and Jams. Yes. They are they are incredible. If you don't get their vegetable delivery every every week, you should. Um, they are incredible, so I'm shouting them out here. I'm sure they could probably hook you up with a turkey. I know she can. She knows I, I love some um, of her jalapeno strawberry um, sweet heat. That's what yeah. I call it. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, my goodness. That's, that's one of the best things that happens on Tuesday for us is uh, is that delivery on the front nice. porch. Nice. I need to do I that. Love, I love the Hornsby's. Um, well, the last question I ask everybody has to do with everything that you've done, everything that, that's brought you up to this point in your life looking back and then looking forward, when it's all said and done, when your life is over, you're you're getting ready to leave this world, you're looking back on, on your family, on your business, on everything, what legacy do you want to be remembered by and that you, that you want to leave? Oh, that's a deep question without it wine at is. 10 o'clock in the morning, but I can handle <laughs> it. Um, you know, my legacy is, what I would like my legacy to be is... Um, and I hope I have taught my kids this because this is very important to me, is being and remaining authentic to yourself. Mm-hmm. Like you being your true self, whether it's, if it's making, it's not about making money, $20,000 a year or $100,000 a year, remain your authentic self and be who you are mm-hmm. always. And as long as you can do that, to me that's winning. Mm-hmm. Um, to me that would be an awesome legacy to leave to my kids, you know, to have them know that that's just like I, I don't know I think the, the golden ticket mm-hmm. you know absolutely so. a lot of people a lot of people aren't 
doing that. They're trying to be something they're not, and that's that's just not that's not fair to them. So no, I I, I don't know how to be that way. So I've been very blessed to be be able to be me because mm-hmm. I just can't not do that. Yeah. But that's that's just something. I really believe strongly mm-hmm. in, and I, I really, you know, and, and not just for my kids, but for anybody and everybody, you know, anybody who sees a video that I do, or if I'm acting crazy, or um, not not crazy, but being myself, driving a striped Mini Cooper, like, yes, you you can be you. Yeah. You know, it's okay to be you, mm-hmm. and that's that's something that's very important. Yeah, absolutely. For me. Absolutely. Well, Amy, thank you so much uh, for your time this morning. Um, it is just. It has just been so much fun getting to meet you and kind of get to talk to you and and learn about what you do and um, I'm so excited for our listeners to be able to to be introduced to you and and I'm excited to see where this just this relationship grows from here. Um, I'm gonna put your website, your social, everything in our show notes. Uh, so so when people get a chance to read this, make sure you check out Amy's website and all of her social media platforms and. Make sure to like and subscribe and share so that if you know somebody in the Auburn area or Opelika area that needs a home to buy or needs a home to sell, that you that you reach out to Amy and, and the Rogue Realtor. So, Amy, thank you again. Thank, uh, well, it's an honor. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it very much. Awesome. Thank you.